Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Thank you for tuning in to this show. I know there are like 180 million podcasts in the world. The fact that you're listening to this one means a lot to me. So I hope to leave you with something useful today. Let's get into it. Detachment. This term, this concept, this approach has been on the top of my mind lately as I get deeper and deeper into teaching my students martial arts. I am wired, I think, since the beginning of time to be more like a coach, more like a sensei than a athlete or a, an actor on a stage, right? I, I, I just feel in my bones that I'm wired that way. Part of that wiring leads to some heartbreak. And what I mean by that is that on a long enough timeline, everyone you work with will no longer be working with you, right? On a long enough timeline, your children will move away. They'll find their own families or do their own things. They'll go to college or whatever. So, you know, you can't hold on to the way things are right now forever. You have to understand that things change. That kind of hurts, right? <laughs> well, there's this concept that Jocko Wilnick, Willink, Jocko, he talks a lot about. And, you know, I try to use it in many aspects of my life. And I want to go through some of the stuff that he said about it, uh, a couple of uh, questions that I've seen asked about it, and just go through what detachment means to me. Um, it is also a very useful tactic when you are in the middle of a heated situation or an emotional situation. Which, let's face it, I mean, any time that you are uh, interacting with someone in any real way, there's going to be emotion attached. I mean, it doesn't ne necessarily mean bad. It doesn't mean anger. Um, it can also be uh, feelings of love or feelings of connectedness, right? Even then, detachment is a useful tool, I think, for you. So let's get into it. The first quote from Jocko on detachment. You have to detach from those emotions in reference to an interaction with someone. You have to detach from those emotions. Step back from them a little so they don't control you. You can do that by taking a deep breath and telling yourself to calm down. 
it's a, a quote directly from him. And I'm going to link up three of my favorite uh, YouTube uh, segments uh, of Jocko on his, his, his podcast, his show, talking about detachment, um, why it's critical, and then finding emotional balance for and, and when you are detaching. And like I said, it is not necessarily about bad things, right? If you look up the definition of detach, uh, Merriam-Webster has, to separate especially from a larger mass and usually without violence or damage, right? So what are we talking about? We're talking about separating physically or emotionally without causing damage, okay? That's the important part. It's taking that step back. It's, it's taking that separation without carrying that damage or that trauma or that emotion with you and you not depositing it back so that you can have a clear view, a clear look at the situation or whatever's happening or whatever's being said or whatever's being planned. And as I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, an argument. It doesn't have to be a bad situation. It can also happen and detachment can also be useful when it's something you really want. Okay. Or when it's something you think you really want. I know. Let's say this. The opposite of detach is attach, right? I know that most of the time in my life, when I've made bad, uh, not necessarily bad, but less favorable business decisions or I've let a friendship linger uh, too long or past the point of uh, it being healthy or whatever. It's always because I'm attached to that thing because I really want that thing. So I make concessions and I accept certain outcomes or behaviors or whatever in order to get that thing. Therefore, I am not detached enough to see the full field of play. Had I taken a step back, perhaps I would be able to look at that situation and see the outcomes, see the possible outcomes, and truly weigh what I want out of it. Find a way to detach from your plan. Step away from your drafts. Have someone else review your outlines. If you're leading others, remember that their feeling of ownership is important. You'll always have that feeling because you have other people looking to you to lead. Find opportunities for them to reinforce their own feelings of ownership. So, oftentimes, you need to detach from even a business plan or a new client opportunity. Um, 
Maybe it's a new relationship, whatever. Particularly when you're working with other people too. You can't just be the one in charge, right? You must be able to look at, in this case, in this quote from Jocko, your plan. You have to look at the project or the thing or the relationship or the whatever you're about to buy, whatever it is. You have to be able to see it from an even playing field, right? You, you have to uh, shave away your personal bias or your cognitive bias or whatever that is. And, you know, wanting something because it makes you feel good is a bias. It will make you make certain concessions. It will make you pay more for something. It will make you accept certain behaviors from people, other teammates, clients. It will let them treat you in a certain way. One way to do that is to detach a bit, let others in, let others be part of that analytical process. That also means lowering your ego enough to listen. So I think what he's saying here with this quote is lower your ego, find ways for other people to become a part of your decision-making process. Now, you don't have to listen, right? You don't have to do, I'm not saying you have to do what everyone says, You just need to remove the variables. Okay? Here's something here from this, uh, this article I found on Medium talking about things he learned from Jocko, and one of them happened to be about detachment. Jocko realizes that everyone, including himself, tends to use faulty judgment when they let emotions and ego get in their way. We were just talking about that. By removing these variables, the correct decision becomes clearer. A tactic he uses is to detach himself from the situation to see things more clearly. For example, when faced with a difficult decision, he will mentally remove himself from the situation and pretend he is only a bystander and offering unbiased advice. This will allow him to see the situation in a new light and oftentimes highlight where he went wrong. You ever notice how you how it's so easy to give uh, your friends good advice, but it's really hard for you to follow your own advice, (laughs) right? How oftentimes you you say something to a friend like, hey, you really need to be doing this. And in the back of your mind, you're like, hmm, I'm one to say that because I do this. It's because you're letting your emotions and personal biases get in the way of your own um, decisions, your own decision-making. you got to figure out a way to remove those things. Desire is one that gets in the way, right? I mean, obviously, anger is one that can, you know, control you. So there's a little overview detachment, how it can be a good tool. So what, what does that look like? Okay. Here's a question, um, from this Reddit thread. Uh, Hey all, I've listened to Jocko talk about detaching on his podcast, but I am not understanding what he means by it. Can someone expand on what it means and give examples of what it would look like? Also, I'm prone to be emotional during certain situations. How can I develop my degree of detachment? 
thank you in advance. So I think that um, one thing that you can do is think about the word detach. Use it sort of like uh, an approach. It, it could be your, your meditative mantra. It could be something you say to yourself, right? Um, you can use that as a tool internally to be your own personal trigger to then remind yourself that you need to be detaching. Um, it's not easy to control your emotions, okay? Especially in a confrontational situation. There are probably two specific um, things I can think of, not specific, but two uh, general uh, types of times that I can think of that are difficult. One is a confrontational situation. You know, you have physiological responses that your body's giving you that you need to learn to pay attention to. And part of this is learning to pay attention to yourself. But I was in one the other day and I, I used some detachment. We were, I was in a, in a, in a team meeting and, and, uh, someone said something to me that, I mean, it clearly, it clearly triggered me to the point where I wanted to respond aggressively and angrily. Um, but I was able to see it as something that I shouldn't necessarily be reacting that way to, to them about. And I was able to sort of intercept that and realize that, um, yeah, they are trying to trigger me, but I can't, I can't fall into that trap. I can't do, I can't let that happen. So I thought, I literally thought about Jocko and I thought about detach. I, I saw the word in all caps, um, Helvetica point, uh, like 20 in my mind and it helped. It helped me sort of calm myself down. And as I was sort of sitting there thinking about not reacting with the first thing that popped in my head, I could feel like my skin was a little tingly and I, I could tell I was breathing a little more heavily. And that's that physiological response. I mean, I was luckily able to be a little bit ahead of that, but maybe I was on the other side of that. I, I need to learn to pay attention to that physical um, feeling and let that be another thing that helps me sort of set that, you know, step off in my mind. Another time, and I don't know that it's um, so easy to recognize, and this is one that you probably need to work on having a solid network of trusted people. And then I say network, it could be one person. Um, but a, a real mentor or a confidant or someone that's not your, that's not your partner or your husband or your wife, a, a, a true um, confidant that's someone that is, is in it for you to be the best that you can be, but is not, um, you know, emotionally, spiritually, monetarily attached to you for this reason of detachment. 
And that is the ones that kind of are sneaky, right? And, and I can think of like relationships with people where you little things that you don't like that you probably should have checked someone on, but you let it go in the, in the sake for the sake of wanting to be friends or, or whatever kind of relationship with the, with this person, you kind of let it go. And after, you know, a dozen of those, uh, I'm going to say infractions or whatever, then you're like, I don't really like this person. You know, I don't, I don't, it's not really who I thought it was, but really it was this little sneaky, um, you know, interaction thing that you didn't, you know, check and you should have. So, you know, having someone who's sort of invested in you personally that cares, but is not going to, that you can trust to not help steer your judgment to something that they want um, is important to help you sort of be able to detach. So having that good network of, of someone or some people that you can really trust and talk to about things, help you see it from a different perspective that you respect and truly listen to is important. Um, you know? So they go on to ask, how can it be done quickly, especially if you're in the middle of a conversation with someone else? Responses should be given somewhat quickly, but how do you detach in the moment if I start to feel angry, sad, etc.? in a reasonable amount of time for the conversation to continue, but also without me doing anything rash or stupid. I think that's where you find a way for you to sort of uh, trigger yourself to go down the path of realizing that this is a moment I should detach in. Okay, that's going to take a little work, but you can do it. Another is, um, I know that, uh, like, I think Jocko in particular, um, he will literally, I might have read it in the earlier quote in this very same uh, podcast here, but he'll literally take a step back and lift his chin and look maybe out of the corner of his eye or, or will physically change his, his position, the way he's looking at something. And that sort of helps him get in that mindset. So you, it's okay to say to someone, I mean, if it's a confrontational thing or an emotional moment to just say, Hey, give me a minute. I'm sorry. Give me a minute. Right. It's okay to do that. And here's another thing for you. If you say that and then they won't, then you definitely need that minute and you need to step away for their sake because maybe they're manipulating you or manipulating the moment or whatever. It's important to be able to do that. It takes, it takes some courage. It takes some strength. But it also takes trusting yourself and having done some of this work beforehand. Here's another one, another Reddit thread. 
what are your tips in detaching? I've heard Jocko talk about detaching as well as his own tips on how to detach. That being said, how do you guys do it? What are some tricks you do to detach? Uh, here's one that I thought was really good for me. Once I noticed some warning signs, like getting a little annoyed, et cetera, that's the first step. So that's what we're talking about. Noticing that you're beginning to be annoyed, noticing sort of like pre-warning signs, you know, you, you, you'll, you'll feel it physically. The second step I imagine like being like a third person view from above, like a ghost where I'm, where I'm looking down on the entire room where he even like, it's like a first person game, whatever, where he's like in this, in the thing. So he's, uh, or she is like physically thinking about themselves physically away and looking at it, maybe like a sitcom or something on TV. Third step, think critically of the situation. Is this worth getting into? Maybe this person has a different perspective, right? Think critically of the situation and then execute, right? So think about the situation itself, not just what's being said. Think about, and, and this is a good one in taking that step back, thinking like, why am I even in this conversation? Why am I in this situation? Why am I pursuing this thing or this person? Thinking, of, thinking about that critically, Right? That can help you have that detachment. It can remind you of the purpose. Uh, here's the last one here, and this is a little this is a little uh, bushido based, I think. Um, but this is the Warrior Mindset podcast, so I'm going to go down in there, and this is cool. Uh, episode two of Band of Brothers, when Lieutenant Spears breaks down uh, Private Blythe. There's a, there's a scene where they're talking. Um, and, and Blythe has like, they've just been in a battle and this one character basically hid and didn't fight. And this is Lieutenant Spears, who if you watch Band of Brothers, he's like the badass guy. Um, so Spears says, do you know why? Do you know, uh, do you know why you hid in that ditch, Blythe? And Blythe says, I was scared. And Spears says, well, we're all scared. But you hid because you have hope. Blythe, the only hope you have here, and they're in Normandy during World War II, is to accept the fact that you're already dead. <laughs> so it, the thing is, I mean, it's chilling, and it's very Bushido, very samurai, but it's true um, if you can accept the fact that the thing that you want is not going to happen, then you can get over it, right? You become uh, essentially mentally invulnerable. For example, if you really want a business deal to go down, like you really want it, and you go into that situation, really wanting it, chances are you're going to lose, right? You're going to lose something. 
you're like, chances are, you, I mean, you're going to get into that situation and chances are months later, you're going to like, not like the situation you're in. You're going to have paid too much. Maybe you're being paid too little. Maybe you don't like the people you're dealing with anymore, whatever situations change because you made concessions on the basis that you were not, you were going to accept nothing less than this thing that you want to happen or the thing that you want to possess. If you can accept the fact that that business deal is not going to happen, or if you can accept the fact that you're going to say no, unless X, Y, and Z or needs are met, then you've already won, right? You've already gone into that in a positive position. You were able to detach enough to not just give it away, right? That's the same in relationships. It's the same in business. It's the same in everything. Um, you have to be able to detach. You have to be able to remove emotion. Now, you can't get like Spears in Band of Brother and remove all emotion from everything you do because then you just become a robot, and in his case, a robot assassin. But you have to, I mean, you have to walk the line of carrying that, emotion from from you have to carry you have to want to give a shit but also be willing to you know have uh have boundaries or have uh a, a certain level of quality that you're going to accept and, and not go below it man i hope that helps um i've i've been working on this a lot myself um, especially in dealing with people and accepting, um, you know, certain situations in life. And it's helped me, it's helped me to realize that it's not just about me and my emotions. It is about the actual situation or the actual relationship itself. And yeah, so Jocko helped me a lot with this. So I hope it helps you until next time. If you like the show, tell someone about it. See if it helps them. All right. 